If you will, turn to uh, Matthew 6, please. Matthew 6. Next week, we'll be looking at the assurance of Christ's second coming. If you've ever wondered about what's going to happen when He comes again, um, we're going to explore that next week. And I do hope you'll, you'll be here for that. And, uh, and then in two weeks, we'll be beginning a, a new series I'm very excited about on the book of Exodus. Book of Exodus. Uh, in fact, if we don't properly understand Exodus, it is hard to understand our salvation, what we've been redeemed from, the idea that we've been freed from slavery, and it's hard to understand what Jesus came to do for us. Um, so, if you will, please please start reading through Exodus as we prepare for that. But this morning we are looking at Matthew six, and then at Matthew twenty two in a bit of a New Year's sermon as we think about what our priorities will be in 2018. So before we read, let me go and ask the Lord for His help. Lord, we do ask for Your help. We ask that You would help us by Your Spirit to understand Your Word, that You would change us uh, and grow us and help us to set our priorities right in 2018. In the name of Jesus, we ask it. Amen. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, reading from 19 through 24. Hear now the word of the Lord. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. No one can uh, serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Then, if you'll turn over to Matthew 22, Matthew 22, verses 34 through 40. Matthew 22, verses 34 through 40. But when the Pharisees heard that he, Jesus, had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God shall indeed stand forever. I just have one question to guide our time together this morning. What are our priorities? What are our priorities? We have priorities in our lives. The things that we spend the most time, the most thoughts, most resources on... Sometimes these are obvious things. They're obvious to us. We intend to have these priorities. Other times, the more dangerous kind are the unintended ones. The ones that we have but aren't aware of. But but we all have limited time, limited resources, limited emotional capital, limited time to think in our heads. And what we end up spending those times on, these demonstrate to us what our priorities are. If you want to know what they are, you really just have to take um, an accounting of where we spend our limited resources. 
Perhaps the amount of, uh, that we spend on paying off debt and mortgage might show how much we care about what others think about us. The amount of time we spend out of the home, away from family, might reveal what we prioritize over our families. What we think about when our, our minds are on idol often demonstrate to us what are our idols, our false gods, those things which uh, maintain priorities in our lives often apart from what God would have us to do. There are good things to prioritize, and then there are some bad things to prioritize. And given that we have limited resources, we must decide how to use our 24 hours a day, the limited cash we have, and the emotional capital that God has given to us. It's easy to prioritize the wrong things. In fact, it's very easy to fall into prioritizing the wrong things. This is kind of our default mode. As those with sinful hearts, which are looking to worship and cast our hearts on anything really besides the Lord our God, unless we are intentional about prioritizing our lives in a way that would glorify the Lord, we will find ourselves falling into some unhelpful priorities, unhelpful habits. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of tired of running on autopilot. Have you, have you done this in your life? It seems like Christmas time, that happens a lot when you're just, you're just trying to survive, right? And you're just kind of cruising on autopilot, on cruise control. You know, they say that the fastest time, the, the, the time when you're going the fastest, when you're coasting, is when you're going downhill. I'm tired of being on autopilot. I want to get hold of my own priorities in my own life. And I would encourage you this morning as we think about 2018 that we, that we set priorities for this year. You know, a year can be broken up into small segments, hours and days, and perhaps weeks, and then months, you know, you don't have quite as many of those. But, but imagine a year of small chunks of time committed to good priorities to the impact that could have on our lives. Well, how do priorities work? What are they? Well, we, have, uh, we all have priorities. and The thing is, our priorities demonstrate to us what we love and value. We got sheets this year for Christmas. They were really exciting. Um, but, you know, I like having sheets to sleep on. So we had to prioritize sheets this year. Christmas time, there are only limited resources. But as we think beyond Christmas and silly illustrations, what do we prioritize in our lives? What we prioritize in our lives demonstrates to us what we love. This is called the treasure principle. We just read it in Matthew 6, verse 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So here's how it works. We prioritize that which we treasure. If something is important to us, if we treasure something, we are going to prioritize that. And according to Matthew 6, what we treasure demonstrates where our heart is, what our heart's affections have set themselves on. So what what do our priorities show about where our heart is and what we love? If I'm honest, I don't really like the answer to that question. Because I keep coming back to myself. That I just really love myself. That's where my, that's where my heart is. That's what I treasure. 
So think about this last year, fathers, as we have a difficult set of questions. What do your priorities, what did they what did your priorities communicate to your wife and children this last year? Did you prioritize things outside the home or inside the home? What would your children say is the most important thing to you? That's a dangerous question to ask. What about your wife? What would your wife say is the most important thing to you? What about your neighbors? You know, our neighbors behind us hear us screaming and yelling and shooting each other in our backyard all the time. I'm always a little worried that they're going to call the cops on us. You know, what would they say are my priorities and how I treat my children and what I say to them? What do we love? Whom do we love? As we look over 2017, we, we have to realize that sometimes our priorities are helpful, sometimes they're not, because we live in the tension of the flesh and the spirit. Though we've been made new, we've been forgiven, we've been justified before God, not of our own works, but by God's grace, through faith in Christ alone. We still battle every day with hearts that are looking to attach themselves like tendrils, like an octopus, looking for other things to love other than the Lord our God. And as they grab hold on to those things, we see where our treasures really are and we see the things that our hearts love. And Scripture is really clear about what happens when we have bad priorities, when we think about Cain, when he prioritized his own reputation and emotional well-being over the proper worship of God. What did he do? He killed his brother. What happened when Abraham prioritized getting God's promises his own way and in his own time? Ishmael was born and the world is still reeling from that fight. What happened when Israel prioritized her own comfort, leisure, and military might over walking humbly with the Lord and taking care of the poor and the sojourner? Well, God sent the Assyrians in 722 B.C. to destroy them. What happens when the Pharisees prioritize outward observance instead of the love of the Lord? Well, they killed the Messiah. When we have wrong priorities, we not only set ourselves up for failure, but for generations behind us. Think about the generational sins of drunkenness and substance abuse and how the sins of the Father often show up in generations to come. The reality is that our priorities show an inward struggle of our hearts that we must be intentional about engaging in every day. Because where our priorities are show what we treasure, and our treasure shows what we love. And God is very clear in this Matthew 22 text of whom we are to love. And guess who's not at the top of the list? Me and you. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and all your soul and strength. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and prophets. As we think about our our priorities in 2017, did we prioritize the Lord and others? Or are you like me, struggling daily with prioritizing myself, my leisure, my comfort, my reputation, my standing? The Ten Commandments are broken up into two sections, two tables. The first tell us how we are to love the Lord our God. The first four 
Have no other gods before me. Make no graven images. Don't take my name in vain. Honor the Sabbath. Keep it. Keep it holy. The second six, the second table of the law, which these two great commandments, summar, commandments summarize, love the Lord your God, these first four, and love uh, your neighbor as yourself, these last six. Uh, five is to honor your father and mother. Six, don't murder. Seven, uh, don't commit adultery. Eight, don't steal. Nine, don't bear false witness. And ten, don't covet. They, they show us what it means to love our neighbor as ourself. So as we look at how God would prioritize the 2018 is to love Him, to love others, and us a distant third. Usually we, we turn those things upside down, Right? We love ourselves, and if there's time left for that, we love our neighbors, especially our family. And then usually there might be a little bit that's trickling down that we might throw God in for a little snack. Is the Lord your treasure today? Is the Lord your treasure? We're called to love and prioritize the Lord to spend time with Him, to serve Him, to worship Him. Why, why is our relationship with the Lord even more important than our children and our grandchildren and our parents? Because He alone is worthy of all praise, honor, and glory. And everything else in this world will fade away, either when Christ comes again or we go to be with the Lord. But the one thing that will not fade away is the relationship with Jesus that you've begun here that will continue and blossom for all of eternity. We will never stop getting to know God. We will never stop growing in His grace and in our faith having been grown by Him as we learn about Him for all of eternity. Do our priorities on this side of heaven reflect what God would have us prioritize. 2017, did we prioritize our relationships with the Lord? Imagine what a year can make, the difference a year can make of walking humbly with the Lord. 365 days of of learning just a little bit. Just, just, just thinking a little bit about what God has done for you and who He is and His call in your life. Think about the cumulative effect of walking that long with the Lord that as we stand here in 2019 and we think through, what did the Lord do in my life in 2018? We can rejoice at the revival He has wrought in my heart as I've responded to Him and sought Him. I love what Brian Garrett said last week. I got to listen to about two-thirds of the sermon. I, I'm, I'm intending to finish. I just hadn't had a chance yet. Uh, and he talked about the snow globe. Were you here this week, last week when he talked about the snow globe? You know, if you, if you put a snow globe down long enough, the, the snow uh, falls to the ground. We've got to shake it up. The new year is a good time to start a Bible reading plan. If you've never, if you're new to reading the Bible or haven't done it in a while, I, I would commend to you just a chapter a day. Don't set yourself up for failure. Don't say you're going to do it an hour a day. It's just not going to happen, at least past day one. And, uh, and read through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And when you're done, start over again. If you've been reading Scripture and you'd like a, a plan to help you, they're outside the office door. Um, a a one-year plan to get through the Bible, but I would actually commend the two-year plan. It's a little more doable. They're both outside the office door. Think about that. In a year or two years, you could have read all the Scriptures and the Holy Spirit working in your heart daily. There's no telling 
what a difference it would make of prioritizing the Lord in 2018. Well, I think as we think beyond prioritizing the Lord, I think we're called to prioritize our families. We're called to love God and neighbor and who are our closest neighbors, uh, neighbors being anyone other than ourselves. I think our our first and and foremost, our closest neighbors are our family. And I want to speak, um, I want to charge you and challenge you to prioritize your marriage in 2018. You know, a marriage is much like that snow globe. If you're not constantly stirring it up, if if you're not pursuing its health and vitality, it will grow stale. Did you, did you prioritize your marriage in 2017? Think about the difference it could make in 2018, a year from now, if you prioritize your husband or your wife. And you know, when you prioritize your husband or wife and you hadn't done it in a while, it gets uncomfortable because you might have to work through some things. You might have to have some hard conversations. That's okay. What would your husband, what would your wife say about where your heart is and where your love is? Would your wife say that that she is the number one human relationship in your life? Wives, do you prioritize your relationship with your husband over all human relationships, including your children, including your parents? Remember, we prioritize what we love. We, remember, we prioritize what we treasure and we treasure what we love. And God calls us to love Him and to love neighbor. And so in a perfect world, our priorities will reflect that we love God and we love neighbor, starting especially with our family. How could you strengthen your marriage this year? It means getting away from the kids some. It means just being more intentional to engage each other at night instead of turning on the television. Maybe it means being more faithful to pray with and for your spouse. Maybe it means speaking kindly to them. Maybe it means getting some counseling help. That's okay. That's what they're for. Maybe it means coming and sitting down in my office and talking about things. Maybe it means attending this mini marriage conference we'll be having, Lord willing, sometime in the next uh, couple months. Of course, after our, our spouses, we are called to love and prioritize our children. Um, a lot can happen in a year with a child, can it? A lot can happen in a week with a child. God's priorities are displayed at Calvary. As we think about priorities, we we have to go to the gospel, right? Because here's the thing. God calls us to love that which is godly. But what did God do? He loved a wretch. He loved a sinner. Things, people who are ungodly. He loved you and me who were in rebellion against Him, who wanted nothing to do with Him. Whom did He love? Those who are cleaned up and pure and godly? No. He loved you and me. He loved us so much, in fact, that He would prioritize our salvation to the point where He would send His only Son, according to His nature, His only begotten Son, to bear the penalty for all the sins we've done, all the times that we have not prioritized the Lord and neighbor. So that we might be restored to a loving relationship with Him and that we might have a relationship that begins now and continues through all of eternity. 
It's thinking about priorities. We are called to prioritize the Lord because He is God and He is godly and others because that is our godly call. But God has prioritized that which is ungodly for His own glory to make godly that they might be His children. This is the good news of the gospel. Not because we have anything to offer God, because He did it for His own glory. My friends, in response to His unfathomable love this year, may we pursue Him, prioritize Him, serve Him, and see what difference a year can make. Let's pray. Lord, we thank You that You would send Your Son to die for us, that we could rejoice as those made clean and purified by His sacrifice. Lord, in response to Your amazing love for us, I pray that we would love you more, and we love others more, that you would be glorified in our lives. I pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.